Welcome to Donuts with Dudes. This is episode three zero. It's January twenty second, baby. Anthony and I took a little hiatus from recording, but we're happy to be back on our first track for twenty twenty four. And with that, we're bringing you new, fresh, and hot topics this week. So for our first topic, Cam McCormick will be the first player in college football history to become a ninth-year senior. I heard they were calling him Grandpa Undergrad. (laughs) For our second topic, scientists in Kentucky are shooting laser beams into the sky in the hopes to communicate with aliens. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. And for our final topic, and for our final topic, In-N-Out is closing its first restaurant in Oakland, California, and they're citing too much gang-like activity. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those thugs, thugs. But before we throw this batch in the oven, Anthony, hit him with that great intro track, my dude. Let's get it. Welcome to Donuts with Dudes, where we dive into the things that matter most to men, like sports, business, and mental conditioning. But we don't stop there. We also incorporate health topics, because being a well-rounded dude means taking care of yourself. We're your hosts, Anthony and Cameron, and we're excited to bring you this show, where we discuss hot topics and interview experts in their field, real dudes just like you. So sit back, grab a donut, and maybe some coffee, and join us in the bakery. Well, dudes, we're back for our first topic in a long time. We got a nine-year college veteran. His name is Cam McCormick, who's getting ready to suit up for his ninth year in college football. Yes, you heard right. This guy is almost going to be a decade playing college football. Man, I didn't, Anthony, I didn't know that we could make college careers, or I, I didn't know that we could make careers out of being a college football player. It's a new day and age. Now you get paid to go to college. Now you can make money off your name, image, and likeness. And now you can still be playing football after you've been a freshman since 2016. Crazy. This guy came into the league at the same time when people like Miles Garrett came into the league, Leonard Fournette, Deshaun Watson. Those are some of the big names that are kind of still streaming around in the, in the pros and the NFL right now that, this guy's still sticking around. They're still kicking rocks in, in, in the NCAA, man. I think most people really started paying attention to this when it was uh, Stetson Bennett. Yeah. You know, the Georgia quarterback that had, I don't even remember what his thing was. What was it, like three senior bowls or something? Back yeah. To back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a weird day and age, man. These are the the kids that went through the the pandemic so you had those years in there so the the reason for cam mccormick's long tenured career in college football is he's had a numerous amount of injuries as a matter of fact his first four years in college all the way through 2019 season he sustained injuries from uh, achilles tendon 
tears. In 2017, he was hospitalized for rhabdomyolysis, which is basically the breakdown of your organ tissue if you're working out too hard. And he had, like I said, an Achilles tendon tear back in 2021. So this guy has just had season ending injuries or illnesses every, almost every single year. He spent his first seven years of his career at Oregon. And then he transferred this past year to uh, Miami where he actually sat out a year and took a medical red shirt. And he actually petitioned at the beginning of last year in September through the NCAA for his ninth year and was just recently granted the, the thumbs up. This is the first time it's, it's unprecedented from the NCAA granting somebody a ninth year in the league. There's only actually been two other people that were actually granted two eight year eligibilities. This was the Northern Illinois linebacker, Kyle Pugh and the North Carolina state wide receiver, Bradley Rosner. The only other two guys that had a eight year tenure and this guy just came in and set a new precedent. Shout out to the parents, you know, that they, they had to instill some never give up mentality, keep fighting. What else? But man, after about your ninth year, bro, you just keep getting hurt. <laughs> Maybe you're not cut out to be on that well, field, that was the man. Other, that was the other thing. I'm like, well, either you missed the memo, right? <laughs> that football's not for you. Or you just totally ignored the memo and said, man, I'm going to keep going. Dog. I'm just going to keep living my dream out. My God said I could do this. My God. Hey, man, I, I, I can get on board with that, man. He And apparently his last year was a the medical red shirt was actually due to some mental issues that he needed to, to tend to man. And, you know, I can't ever fault a man for, for going and taking care of himself in that regard. So there's no laughing matter when it comes to that here at Donuts with Dudes, but this guy's definitely, you know, this cat's trying to test out his ninth life, man. You know, he's got his, he's on his ninth one, man. Let him live it out. Right. I agree. Dudes, what do you guys think about this? I know there's a lot of a lot of chuckle going on around this story on social media. And um, but I don't know. Maybe we're missing the point behind what's going on here. We kind of chuckle about it too. It is kind of funny, man. I mean, goodness gracious, this guy's getting ready to go to his 10th year reunion with uh, but he's still gonna be balling in, <laughs> in college football. But Cam, hey man, we admire you for your mental health. Dudes. It is in our show notes where we got a link where you can, it'll take you to our website and you can comment on this story on, or on today's show. You can also email us info at donutswithdudes.com. Last week, we found out that a small town in Kentucky, city of Lexington, they come up with this, uh, what we're going to call, quote unquote, out of this world campaign to promote tourism. And what they're doing is they're using what's the, the Lexington Convention Center to use infrared laser beams to message into space 
And their goal is to invite extraterrestrial travelers from the near solar system, what is called TRAPPIST-1. Okay, it's 40 light years away. And so they're sending this beam to try to communicate with somebody that hopefully there's some habitable planets within the solar system. So it's going to take 40 years for this beam to get there, or, or, or part of our country, I should say, trying to communicate with aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Kentucky. Come on down to Lexington. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing, Doug? Guys, if you are unfamiliar with Lexington, Lexington is the second most populous city in the Commonwealth of Kentucky after Louisville and the 60th most populous city in the United States. It is the county seat of Fayette County by land area. It is the 30th largest city in the country. So they they need some tourism, man. I mean, they're trying to get some people there. And so, uh, yeah, this is the one way to do it, I guess, is... Having a place where you can beam lasers and send messages to hopefully land in a spot within the solar system that is a habitable place to that may have life, right? So all of this is being led by a Lexington native. His name is Robert Lauder. He's an expert in computer engineering, astrobiology, and an organization which is called Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. S-E-I. So what he did is he's brought together a bunch of experts in a bunch of different fields, engineering, linguistics, data media, philosophy. So he's put a lot of thought into this, man. I mean, it kind of sounds funny coming from Kentucky in the backwoods here, and they're sending little laser beams into the air and, and hoping it sticks. I mean, it sounds like they've put together a lot of leaders in their fields all the way down to philosophy and how they'll communicate to people that, you know, we have no idea how, which we can communicate with them. And so it'll be interesting what the outcome is, man. I, I don't know. I'm just wondering what the incentive is to come travel to uh, Kentucky, man. I mean, are they going to get four free tours of your favorite distillery along with three bottles of, you know, <laughs> your favorite whiskey. <laughs> You can go watch a Kentucky Wildcat basketball game. I mean, yeah, that, in that's UK part there, of the, uh, part of the itinerary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look, we're gonna get you drunk. We can take you all these distilleries around here, okay? And then we're gonna watch the greatest game ever invented around here, okay? Yeah, you, y'all know nothing about this. It's basketball, right? <laughs> Do they talk like that over there? I don't know. It's probably uh, how we talk here in Texas more than they talk <laughs> like that in Kentucky. <laughs> Uh, Just trying to figure out the accent, bro. Right. No, but this thing, is it truly is legit because they actually got FAA approval to send what is their coded bitmap image into space. So while it may sound a little backwoods and just people throwing laser beams into the air, this is a serious deal. But the, the only caveat to this is, is, you know, the solar system is 40 light years away. So they're sending this laser beam that can only travel at the speed of light. So it's going to take 40 years to get there, right? So this first laser beam or image that they sent into space, you know, it's going to take 40 years to try to reach somewhere. And if they just so happen to reach a habitable planet and they understand that this is a message from a certain area out into the solar system, 
it'll take another 40 years to get the message back. So mm-hmm. you're looking at at least an 80 year ETA on a volley of that conversation back from these, these aliens. That's wild too, man. My boy CB1882 over here on this Fox News chat, he said, laser, dot, dot, 40 years. There's no need for all that. The creatures on Trappist 1 are telepathic. Telepathy has no speed limit. Transmissions is instantaneous to whoever or whatever it is directed at. So Meet me learned. in the trap. We just learned it's going down. Bro. Are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Young jock. <laughs> but that's not the only weird thing that was going on with some alien activity in the new year, man. Did you hear about the aliens out there in Miami? The 10 foot tall aliens? Yes. They were shopping or something, right? Well, I think the original story was that these kids were out there. Teenagers were out at a mall in Miami and they were shooting off fireworks and that sort of thing. And then the cops thought some gunshots had occurred. So they came out and investigated. Then come to find out, uh, they end up saying there was like some eight to 10 foot tall aliens out there at this outside mall running around on the sidewalks, dude. <laughs> but there's, there, but I did read something. I think you told me this, that there was like coordinate flip with Antarctica or something like that. Yeah. So there was the, I mean, come on, dude, this is kind of <laughs> silly, this but is really fringe yeah, stuff here. Right. But, but so there was this TikToker, right? Whatever uh-huh. they're doing. And she said that she had had a curiosity, flipped the coordinates of that Miami mall and they actually got the coordinates to uh, Antarctica. So, you know, just some teenagers playing around. Out some there, teenager man. aliens <laughs> flipped the coordinates, <laughs> got all these aliens chilling out in the past the, what whatever the parallel is that right there that we can't get past or whatever. They're, they're chilling out there and they were messing around and flipped the coordinates onto somebody's spaceship. <laughs> Man. We have seen weirder things in this mm-hmm. world, I think, at this point. But dudes, what do you guys think about this, man? Obviously, aliens just continue to be something that we hear more and more about. I don't know. Maybe it's a diversion from what's really going on in this world. Whatever. I don't know. What do you guys think about all this? Uh crazy stuff we got sharks with freaking laser beams on their freaking heads shooting i don't know comment on today's show by our link in our show notes or you can email us info at donutswithdudes.com We'll return to the show in a moment, but first, a word from our sponsors. At some point in our adult lives, we may have to turn our attention to the needs and safety of our parents and grandparents as they age. They've done so much for us, and it's our turn to make sure they have the best quality of life. I founded HomeSpark because seniors deserve to have the very best care available so they can age with dignity and remain independent longer. Our caregivers provide wellness checks, companionship, transportation, meal preparation, and more of what you think is important. To learn more about our personalized care plan, visit us at homesparkcare.com. Homespark, we care for people. And dudes, for our final topic this week, man, we got to tell you, it's an end of an era or beginning of an era, I should say, for a big burger chain that's loved on the West Coast. Not so much here in Texas, 
but it definitely gets a lot of love for the Cali folk. Last week, the first In-N-Out Burger closed its doors in Oakland, California. Now, I know what you may be thinking, like fast food restaurants, also known as QSRs, quick serve restaurants, they go out of business probably, uh, you know, stores like McDonald's and things like that, that when there's thousands of stores around, you probably would suspect every now and then a business would go out, go out, right? Well, this is the first time for In-N-Out, man. This is the first one in all 400 locations that they have that's gone out of business. So, man. QSR? QSR, man. I've never heard of QSR before, so I just learned something new today, man. (laughs) That's what I get, because, you know, being in the franchise world, you learn about the different categories of franchises, and QSRs is one. Mm. Well, guys. Go sound smart in, in the, the break, break room. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Duh, but have you ever had in and out burger? Man, I have. I've had it in, in Dallas. Oh, okay. In Texas. So, you know, us being here in, in Texas, I think there's only a couple that are only in the Dallas area um, around here. And I, you know, I, I mean, it's good, but dang, it ain't like, it isn't this gold like, I mean, some people talk about In-N-Out being this just mystical place that, you know, they just put, I don't know, fairy dust on their burgers. Right. And it's just like, delicious, but I don't see it that way. I think I ate In-N-Out burger the first time. It was probably 2010 or 11. Went to Las Vegas for a, a work trip and... That was like one of the main things on the itinerary. It was like, hey, we're, we have to go buy In-N-Out Burger to get one. I don't know why, but we, I was like, okay, let's try it. Went there, line wrapped around the freaking restaurant. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know what you're getting into. We went in there, sat in there and ate. And uh, it was good, but it wasn't what I, I, it wasn't anything I would ever like really go out of my way again to eat. Yeah. They put it on a pedestal, I think, way too much for me prior to having it. My, I had the same story. We were, um, A&M was playing Arkansas and Dallas. And so after the game, me and a bunch of boys were like, oh, man, they got an In-N-Out burger here. We got to go try it. And even in our drunken super, I remember thinking like, like, this is good, but I think I would rather have Whataburger. Still would rather have Whataburger. 100%. Oh, yeah. You know? It reminds me of Kind of the craze. I don't know. You're you're younger than me, but if you ever remembered like Harold and Kumar. Oh yeah. You ever remember the White uh, Castle? Yes. Uh-huh. Like that's like the New York equivalent or whatever, the East Coast equivalent to In and Out or the Midwest, Northeast kind of. You know what I'm saying? So have you ever had that? And that's underwhelming too, man. Yeah. I was that felt like some freezer <laughs> store bought <laughs> stuff, bro. I think you can buy White Castle stuff at HEB. I think you can. You know, so yeah, I'm with you, man. Texas, te- nothing can take down Whataburger. I don't think so either, man. But just a little bit more information about In and Out. They apparently they're closing this location in Oakland, and they're quoting ongoing issues with crime. You guys know anything about Oakland? It's one of the top crime capitals of, of the world, right? Or no, I shouldn't say of the world. I don't know about that. But of America, I know that for sure. Between there, Detroit, Baltimore. What do you o- think of first t- thing? What's the f- first thing you think of Oakland? 
first thing that comes to mind is the Raiders, even though they're not there anymore. So that's what the first thing that comes to mind. But you, I, you think of just. I think of too short. Oh, is he from Oakland? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think of the Bash brothers. Oakland A's. Oakland A's. There's Jose Canseco and. Oakland A's aren't even there anymore. Right. Yeah, they are. No. Aren't the A's in, in Los Angeles now? And hell no. <laughs> are they still in Oakland? <laughs> yes, bro. I, I seriously think that they're probably trying to leave. I think I remember reading that, though. I can't see that ever being a thing, man. They are embedded in Oakland. Man. I thought the same about the Raiders, though. That's true, but you know, man, the the Raiders. What's his name? Al Davis. Yeah. I just can't trust that guy. Yeah. And look where they're at now. Yeah. Sin City. Sin? I, you know. I, it, per, it fits perfectly. I right. Think, right. But anyway, we're, <laughs> uh, yeah, Oakland, they're in Oakland. They have exactly 400 restaurants in Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, Texas, and Utah. And this, this chain actually started by the Snyder family back in 1948. So, um, man, these, you know, they've been around for a long time. They've actually, I think that's, Earlier than McDonald's, if I'm not mistaken. I don't actually know that on top of my head, but I, I want to say McDonald's didn't come around until the early 50s. But anyways. Just a quick pivot, man. This also reminds me of, I know we covered it. I feel like we covered this part, this story somewhere. But the fact that Walmart, the first Walmart to close down was in Hearn, Texas. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. In the 90s? Uh-huh. Due to theft. Employee theft. And we also covered a story um, a while back, too, on shrinkage and that a lot of. Um, That's where it was. Yep. You know, You're right. There's a lot of stores that are calling it quits because of stealing, man. It's unfortunate. But hey, man, prices are high. And I think that's what is causing this. The limit is definitely not making a, an excuse for it. But, yeah. it's, you know, you, you come from a place like Oakland where. Poverty is probably a lot higher than most places. And so you're probably going to get a lot of that, right? You're right, man. But let's go back to the burgers. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about Whataburger, yeah. your go-to, what you get, man? What is, what is the, you know, your 2 a.m. leaving, headed home, munching? It's, it's between two things for me, man. It's, it's either the, if we're doing munchies late night, man, after drinking, it's between two things. It's either the taquitos, I'll go with two taquitos, or there's an A1 steak and hearty burger. They don't have it there all the time, man. It's one of those things that they rotate in, rotate in and out. Mm. I think right now, this is how fat I am. I think right now they got like some type of like barbecue sandwich type thing that they rotate in and out with the A1 steak and hearty. But when the A1 steak and hearty mm. burger comes back, man, it's good. You can't get that any day you want. You can't go there and order that. I don't see it on there. I don't see. I, I don't. I don't go like I used to. But yeah. I feel like the last few times that I've gone, I've looked for it and I, I don't see it on there. And the same spot that they have it, like right in the middle of the the menu at mm -hmm. the top, where they yeah. usually have it, that's where they have that like sweet and spicy is what it is. Sweet and spicy okay. burger. Mm. Man, salivating right now. Yeah, for sure, dude. I guess I never really realized Waterburger does. Stuff like that. I just thought Mike McDonald's did, you know, when it's the McRib or yeah, stuff like that. But hey, uh, man. But dudes, what do you guys think about this? I mean, are you guys fans of In and Out? 
Um, I know a lot of people from the Cali West Coast area are big fans of this chain. Obviously, Anthony and I could live without it. Um, but hit us on our show notes. We'd love to hear about your in and out stories. But you can also email that to us too as well. Info at donutswithdudes.com. Well, dudes, that's it for our show this week. We hope you dudes enjoy the topics just as much as Anthony and I did researching and reporting on them. And dudes, if you're interested in supporting Donuts with Dudes, check us out on our link tree at Donuts with Dudes. Yeah, dudes. And you can also request a shout out on today's show or request a topic coverage by emailing us info at donutswithdudes.com. Dudes, remember, our mission is to make men and women better and smarter each week. So if you get a chance, share the show with some friends. Yeah, guys, we hope you'll start sharing this show with some females around here, man, because we're going to start inviting women onto our show as experts. And quite honestly, I think a lot of us as men could probably get some advice from women. But until next week, take care of yourselves and we'll see you in the bakery for our next batch of our fresh hot topics.